All right, we're we're live. Um, <laughs> all right, so live, live. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. What's the word for it? We're recording. <laughs> We figure out emerging technologies, so you don't have to. Hosted by Judith and Rashley. Welcome. Nice to meet you, Sabina. I was curious, how do you say web monetization in German? You just don't, I guess. So when whenever I explain it to friends, I'm always like, "Yeah, we do web monetization," and I just use the English word because there is no like we use the word web too in German. There's, there's, it's the same word, and then monetization would be, um, yeah, I don't even know if there's a German word for that. Uh, there probably is because there's a German word for everything, but I think so much in English that I struggle to explain anything in German to any of my friends or family. Wow, that's super interesting. Um, how how do you explain web? Like, how would you describe it to other people? Web monetization. So I always uh, like tell people that you know when you browse the web. Um, quality content you always have to pay for it so there's it's behind a paywall or it's full of ads and then you kind of pay with your data and web monetization just allows you to pay directly to the content creator while doing it using micropayments so you stream tiny payments while you read a blog or you watch a video or whatever kind of content you are consuming and it's basically paying a fraction of a cent every second and the content creator receives that right away instead of waiting forever to receive some ad revenue. That makes sense. It seems like it makes sense from a content creator's point of view, but like, I guess in terms of Coil, how, what's the adoption rate right now? Are there a lot of people using it or you feel like it's still really emerging? Um, so obviously we're not sharing any kind of user numbers, but um, I guess it's still very much in the emerging tech side of things, um, but it is actually picking up quite a bit. So our user base is growing every month and we're very happy about that. And there are some uh, like mainstream services now using it. Like the, the biggest one that we, we first announced was Imager that has a, um, and basically an exclusive part that is called, that's called Imager Emerald that just allows you to look at Imager content without any kind of ads. And hmm. that actually did onboard quite a few users to, to our um, platform as well. That's cool. That makes a lot of sense. So I feel like if a bigger organization Big one, uses yeah. it versus like a private content creator. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Coil and how it fits into the web monetization ecosystem and what you do there? Sure. So uh, Coil is actually like a, it's a play of, of words. So it's a, a, the CO comes from Codius and the IL comes from Interledger. Um, so Interledger is the protocol underneath uh, web monetization. So it's basically the protocol that uh, determines how payments are streamed across a network. And then Codius was the first use case that use case that inspired Interledger. So um, back in the days when blockchain was a big thing and uh, smart contracts uh, were popping up, um, our CEO Stefan and then also Evan Schwartz, uh, both of them were at the time at Ripple, were thinking about creating a like blockchain agnostic way of uh, having a smart contract somewhere. 
um, and they came up with Codius and then they realized, well, we, we need some way to, to pay for this. So we need some way to pay for the hosting of the smart contract and maybe even some execution on that smart contract. And that is what uh, inspired the Interledger protocol. So um, both of these words were basically smashed together and out of it came COIL. And at first, um, I wasn't a part of it back then. Um, they, they did work uh, on Codius for a while, but then uh, the team just realized that web monetization was the niche they should go for. And um, so they started working on the extension and then I joined pretty much a year into COIL as an intern. So back then I was still doing a PhD that I just recently uh, discontinued. <laughs> Because, yeah, just because. Um, and uh, I joined COIL as an intern in late 2018, stayed for four months and just very much enjoyed that and then decided to just come back and work um, part-time for COIL. Um, I am, or you asked me what, what I'm doing there. So I, I am employed as a software engineer and I do I am part of the research and development team and do a lot of demos recently. So um, I don't know, so you saw, I know you saw my, my Hugo um, theme and that's, I think this is how you came across me. Um, this was actually, um, I think the first kind of demo developer tool thing I did, um, but I've also done a demo that shows how you could monetize a video call and um, currently, little little spoiler, I'm 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 working on um, web monetized torrenting. I will publish that very soon. Um, so yeah, that's what I do most of the time nowadays. Um, I've also been doing some work on the Interledger protocol itself. So um, we were thinking about introducing full payments, and I did some initial work on on that. So. Basically, the international protocol just allows you to send money to anybody, but in especially in the um, commerce world, you you want the same ability as you have with your credit card, where you just put in something and then the merchant will pull the money from your account or or just from your credit card provider. And I was um, originally thinking, how can we introduce that into the international protocol? and did some original work that now led into further work on a bigger kind of uh, side project in, within the community, which is called Open Payments. Wow, definitely that torrent thing is amazing. I'm curious, does the payment go to the person uploading the content or the content creator? Right, when I'm thinking torrent, I'm thinking of like downloading movies, right? Is that is that correct in, in music and stuff? Well, it's, it's any kind of, of file like, you could torrent anything. And yes, like right now I'm I'm I have a version where you pay the original creator of the content that is uh, seeded, but you can think of so many uh, other ways uh, payments make sense there. So uh, the the torrenting community has a big problem with people just like trying to download as much, but not allowing other people to to. Um, basically connect to them and download from them. So um, incentivizing peers to stay online and to always provide files is also a another way you could introduce payments there. But I haven't 
gone that far. That's really cool. I'm curious, uh, this is, we were talking, we saw your post about monetizing um, video chats, right? And then yes. we wanted to hear, it was such a creative idea and this is also very creative. I'm curious because originally when we think about monetizing content, we think about something like blogs or like static content and this is so dynamic. Are there other examples of a dynamic monetization? So, I mean, is it really dynamic if you, if you monetize a call? Because it's not, it's like, it's similar to a video, right? Like they, it's, it's people talking and uh, you got a video with it. So I always thought it was very similar in that sense. The only difference I see between a call or like, which is kind of like live streaming and, and the video that's already there is that a video can be watched over and over again. And uh, the price of that probably doesn't have to be that great. Whereas for a call is, well, I guess those happen for various reasons like tutoring or just like offering kind, some kind of services. Um, um, like counseling, any kind of this. So you probably want to have a higher price. And this is also why, why this uh, video um, demo always was just a demo because web monetization as we use it right now just streams so little payments that it doesn't really make sense for anybody to offer their, their services via, um, via video call. But there is a platform um, that's called room.sh that does have, it is web monetized and it allows you to have a call and you have a whiteboard and you can like do paired coding there. So, so they have that already and you basically pay their service um, via web monetization. Basically what we were trying to figure out was uh, we have our blog and it's uh, hotnew.tech and we, we were writing out like what our experience was with like trying out new technologies and we wanted some exclusive content. And we were thinking that when we were trying out the, these technologies, we do this on Zoom and we would record it and we would put it on YouTube and that would be the exclusive content. We wouldn't have YouTube ad revenue, but we would have web monetization pay us instead. And maybe this is not the best way. Maybe there's something else that we can do. And then we read your blog about the video call. And now this is the torrenting thing is like the So I guess the question is like, what are the mediums and formats can be web monetized? Because the torrenting one didn't even hit our, like it was nowhere in our uh, view of understanding that it could be done. Uh, so we are wondering what are the formats would be there? I see. Well, now I have to be creative here. Um, to be honest, this is always like, it's always something that whenever I come across a demo is either because I talked to somebody and they're like, so that would be cool if that existed. And then I'm like, huh, maybe I'll do this next and maybe I'll do that next. So um, I'm usually not the most creative one. I was the one that came up with the video calls, but the torrenting one wasn't my idea. And there was already a demo um, of that prior to that with like an older version of ILP. I just, uh, did it again with a, a, a newer version and also some some new like some changes to the protocol basically mm. um let me think what else could you do um so i don't know if you came across came across this article i don't even know if it's an article but i'm pretty sure there is a 
um, thread on the Interledger forum that talks about um, referral links. So basically, whenever you refer anybody, not just to a product, but you have a link on your blog post to another blog that is web monetized, then um, you would basically split the revenue with this other blog because basically you are um, you are also like explaining yeah. your stuff using the content of this other person. So you're like, okay, let's just split the revenue here. And then um, it's a, just a fairer way of uh, distributing the, yeah, the value this here. This reminds me of when YouTubers have products that they are they they uh, feature on their blog, and then they get a cut out of it. My brain is completely like trained to think of ads. Like the only way that I think of creating money on the internet is through ads and through like sponsors. And web monetization is literally like clearing my brain out of all of those previous methods. It's going to be a whole like shift in paradigm on the internet, I guess. I, I very much hope so because I'm sick and tired of all those ads and I yeah. like am especially sick and tired of being tracked all the time. Like did I look at the ad? Did I click on the ad? Yeah. And then getting like going going Googling something and then two minutes later I see this ad on somewhere. So um I'm just creeped out by this and I would so much rather have my privacy and pay some tiny um, amount to, to a content creator instead of paying with my data. Yeah, it's, it's revolutionary, <laughs> definitely. You definitely blew my mind with the referral link thing. That's like groundbreaking really. And the touring thing, that's, it seems, it's, I'm getting very excited about Web Monetization again. Um, <laughs> I'm curious if you had any advice to people who wanted to get started with Web Monetization, especially people maybe who like were just sort of entry like beginner maybe they know some html or something but they're not necessarily engineers um anyways i'm curious how people can get started with it um so we, so we do have some uh documentation so there is the webmonetization.org website that also links to the interledger.org website that has some documentation on how to set up web monetization um and I guess in, in the case of web monetization, now we do have a lot of plugins or, or like the, the themes or, or however you call this for different kind of um, uh, framework. So there's the WordPress plugin and then there is for pretty much every static website generator now, there is a plugin or theme or however you call these. Um, so you can find some documentation there and we're always working on that improving that um, there is the um, interledger forum which is forum.interledger.org um, where you can always ask questions about that like a lot of things have already been asked so it like like all of these forums first tells you did you ask this and then shows you all the other questions that have already been asked but there are a lot of people from the community active there and replying quite fast to those and then there is also a slack channel that uh, people can join if they have urgent questions um i to be honest it's, it's an interledger slack channel but i don't know the url of that um but i can find out later and just let you know if, if you want to put that in the show notes or somewhere um so these are like the the top three what i always do is just um also google 
things and watch videos. So there are quite a few talks now. We had um, a summit last year, an Interledger summit, where Ben Sharafian, the CTO of COIL, gave a talk on web monetization, like a higher level overview, and um, where COIL was at this point. But I'd say um, there hasn't been too much change um, since then. So I think this was a very great talk um, that people can uh, look at and get a first impression of, of what's going on. Um, of the things you mentioned, you mentioned that WordPress has a plugin, and I think that a lot of people who aren't necessarily engineers are probably on WordPress. And I'm curious, is the WordPress plugin kind of what, what we got to, which was that there's, a, there's content that you can sort of hide unless someone has web monetization activated? Is that the yes. main thing? It's, right? Um, I'm, so we, we basically did that for our blog, and one thing that we ran into was as a content creator, you're kind of de-incentivized to hide your content because that's how people find you is by searching the content. And so we don't want to want to hide our best content because we're a new blog. We want people to find us. We don't want to, you know, hide the best stuff yet until, you know, so I'm curious if you can speak to that point for a content creator's perspective, like why should they hide the best content? What are ways to still be found and still have a happy audience, but still in enable web monetization? Sure, so I'd say the, the philosophy we follow at COIL is always um, this like 100 plus 20% model. So basically as a content creator, you should put all your content as non-exclusive, but then just have some little bit of extra that is exclusive. For instance, I've seen like blog posts that were just text and then they had some pictures um, in the exclusive part or um, just some further links to, to other um, topics that explain um, the, the current content a little bit better. Or what else could you put in there? Just like just extra things that uh, you, you think uh, people that do have um, web monetization enabled would enjoy. But uh, we also encourage people to have their main content open to anybody and whenever I write a blog post about um, the things that that I do with my demos I usually have a section of, of links that I have as exclusive and um, that is just a little bit like a little bit of, of, of extra on top. Nice I like that. Um, I think that it's really helpful to hear about applications that you're really that you think are cool. Is there anything else that comes to mind about exciting applications or really successful applications? So the other the big other big one next to, to Imager is um, Cinnamon Video. That is a video platform similar to all the others that are out there, um, but it allows content creators to be web monetized. So every video you upload to Cinnamon is web monetized by default. So I think this is this is like whenever we try to explain web monetization, and we also often use Cinnamon, or whenever we, we think about um, adding anything new, it's always, it's, it's usually um, inspired, or Cinnamon is our go-to example to explain what this change to anything would, would do. So um, I think that's, that's pretty cool. I really like Cinnamon. We even have Cinnamon viewing parties at Coil sometimes um, to just find just new content that is on there. It's pretty cool. Um, and then I guess the other ones that are out there are not so much applications, but rather um, just 
content creators that already monetize. So I was very excited about um, this comedy bundle that um, just that monetized. So basically during, it was also during COVID, um, a lot of um, satire pages uh, realized that web monetization would help them um, monetize their content way better and be paid just way faster than um, using any ad um, seller. So um, sites like uh, Hard Times or uh, Reductress or the Weekly Humorous, all of them together enabled web monetization. It was a, a huge thing for us and also for them. So there was a great success and um, I always like to go there at least like nowadays where times are not the funniest uh, go to go there and, and spend a little bit of time um, reading these kind of stories it's, it's a lot of fun yeah it sounds awesome we'll definitely want to get those links um, so do you have to be for example for cinnamon do I have to have web monetization enabled on my on my end to even get into the site or how at what point do you like enable the the payment that is a very good question because I have my call extension enabled all the time. I'm mm. not even a hundred percent sure, but I am pretty sure that uh, you can access like it's, I think it's up to the creator and it's, it's the same thing as we talked about before with the blocks. I think it's up to the creator if they want to make it like exclusive, exclusive, if they want to make part of it exclusive or if they want to have everything for free. And if you have my monetization enabled, then good for, for, for you and for the creator, everybody will get some, some share of the pie. And if not, then that's also cool because uh, you want to get, as a creator, you want to get your content out there. And this is a quick question that kind of backtracks, but I'm curious about the referral links. How do you, is there documentation about how to enable that? Like if I want to put a referral link on Hot New Tech, to cinnamon but then i'm i'm getting 50 percent of all the 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 money that we send to cinnamon is that how it works <laughs> like how uh, would i is that so something that, like a, yeah go ahead sorry um, the referral link idea is it's just an idea so oh, okay. far and, and it's being discussed on on the intelligent forum whether um, that that is something that we want and whether this mm. makes sense um i think there may also be a blog post about that but not, not 100% sure um, but definitely there's something on um, the forum so uh, how this would work is still up for debate there has been a blog post um, on the probabilistic revenue sharing um, that is uh, an, an idea of how this could work so which what that is is basically um, there is like a little little snippet of code that you embed and um, in 90% of cases, it will just put your payment pointer into the meta tag. But in 10% of cases, it will pick one of those referral links and they will have a payment pointer in them. It will put that into the meta tag. And then um, in like, and in 10% of cases, the, the revenue goes to the person the referral link points to and the rest of the time the creator gets the money. That's one idea, but. All right, so I it's not still an idea. It's not live yet. So is the Interledger no. forum a public place that like I could go yes. vote? Got it. Okay, so we'll get that link later. I'm definitely voting for the referral link. That sounds amazing. <laughs> um, I'm curious if you have any warnings to people who are enabling web monetization or getting started with it, like any disaster stories or any sort of like tips to avoid, I don't know, any wisdom that you can impart. 
Um, I don't think there are any disaster stories out there now, especially since it's super easy um, with the current way web monetization works, where you just add a meta tag that includes a payment pointer, and that's it. Back in the days, it was a little um, JavaScript snippet that you had to embed, and obviously that was always a little bit of concern security-wise, but um, we, we changed that a while ago, and now it is actually pretty straightforward. I think the harder challenge here is to get this payment pointer, and for that you have to have a wallet with some um, um, crypto wallet at the time, because we haven't convinced any bank yet to include payment pointers. Um, so the ones that are um, offering that right now are Uphold and GitHub. So you can get a payment pointer with them and uh, obviously going to KYC and all this kind of stuff. I think this is like the hardest part of, of setting up web monetization. Yeah, we en enabled Uphold to get it working and it was definitely like a little bit, it wasn't, it was just, you know, new. But it was very exciting once we got paid and I wanted to get paid in all the different kinds of currencies. It was just exciting to see the digital wallet. Um, I'm curious about the conversation with the banks. Is it, what's the process for getting, I mean, maybe it's, I don't know. I think it's interesting, like getting the banks to recognize it. Is it, do you think it's something that's gonna happen in the near future or is it something sort of very far off? I am pretty sure it's super far off. So I, I don't know even whether there are any conversations going on at the moment. Um, but knowing banks, um, they're super slow, they're super, um, like their technology is definitely not hot new tech. So um, I think it will just take forever to convince anybody there that this is something they need. Fair enough. So how can one make as much money as possible with web monetization? I guess create very good content um, and obviously, like if you are good at, if you have a lot of users and you are good at convincing them that uh, you would much rather be paid uh, directly instead of infringing on their privacy, then that would be a good way of, of making a lot of money using web monetization. I like that. It feels like the revolution, you know? Like make it yeah, political. what's make this it... kind of the spirit that, that got me started on that? Because um, like I said earlier, I, I, I did start on a PhD and it was on data ownership. So this is how I got started on this whole topic. And I just saw that um, the whole idea of web monetization really empowers the users and gives them back their ownership of the data. Okay, are you involved with the grant for the web? Not too much. So um, I did look at some of the um, of the submissions uh, that happened during the hackathon, um, but I am not one of the judges or any of these people. And I, I do learn quite early when people like when grants are um, granted, but uh, not I'm not involved in the process at all. All right. I'm curious, can, who, how do you choose how much money you get for the content? Is that something that can be chosen by the creator? Like, can I make $100 for private content or whatever? $1,000? Can I, because I wasn't, so that is something that you can do. Because we got 12 cents, which I was very excited about. 11. No, we got 11 cents and then we got one cent. And oh. I, I really, it felt very random. Like, I wasn't sure how that came through. There was no, 
I was on Uphold. I just like got an email from Uphold. You got 11 cents and I was so excited. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm confused. So oh. I thought we were talking about the grant for the web, but you were Oh, sorry. Talking. I, I changed the subject back to, um, sorry, because sorry. you said you didn't want to, you didn't, was so involved with it. So I was going to ask you if we won the grant for the web, but I don't think you know. <laughs> no idea. You, yeah, no idea. So it was, it was kind of a joke. But then I, I remembered that we made 11 cents. I want to share with you. <laughs> Jumping topics. What Great. do you think are the negative, like what are the cons of web monetization? Like what are the challenges and the cons? Uh, what do you think is going to not let it be as epic as we think it is? That is a very, very good question. Um, I don't know if I can think of any cons at the moment. I mean, I guess in the, in the medium term, I can see ad, um, ad providers of what are they called? Ad revenue people. Yeah. Ad revenue people. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, blocking people yeah. that have web monetization enabled and then this could be a major uh, increase in in revenue in the short term for mm. content creators um but i still hope that in the long term web I, I, well i think web monetization is the better concept for the long term and i hope that people will just stick to it and um realize that it is the the fairer way of, of having the web still functioning. Yeah, it's a more democratic way. It's so much better than our current system. Yeah, and the, the one thing that I always uh, like smile about a little bit is that it was actually the idea from the begin with, because when you look at those HTTP error codes, there is an error called code that is 402 and that is payment required so originally there was the idea of having payments on the web but never and nobody never implemented it so i think now we finally close this gap by having web monetization yeah i think capitalism awesome. came in like in the middle and was like nope let's <laughs> go the other way yeah that was sort of my closing que question but let's go back to Jud judith's last question which is do you have a funny story about web monetization? Is that what you were asking, Judith? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you consider a funny story? I guess in closing, anything you want to share that you want people to know that we haven't covered yet? That's a more professional question. Yeah. Um, so I got the impression that like, I, when I didn't get your question earlier, you were asking how those 11 or 12 cents came about that you got. So maybe I can explain that. Um, so at the moment, Coil is the only um, web monetization provider. And it doesn't like we, we don't want it to, to stay like this for sure. So we, we encourage any um, active uh, uh, yeah, companies also starting in that space or people just um, like using and open source extension that does exist, but right now it's not very functional just because um, the, the Interledger network is very close, but we're also working on opening that up. Um, so yeah, so the only way you can get paid at the moment is by using a, a coil membership and while visiting your blog post. And um, 
at the moment we stream roughly 36 cents an hour to content creators so if you receive 12 cents then that's very easy that means that uh, for 20 minutes somebody looked at your content while streaming money wow. so that's how that came about so if someone comes for like one set it's a bounce rate you know whatever if someone comes for a second do i get any money from that or that's you like it has to get be some money probably that one cent do. i got yeah we we do stream every second um at the moment but it's so tiny that it probably won't show up so mm -hmm. i think like i always get those emails from uphold that are, i'm also with uphold and they send me those emails you just received one cent or two cents <laughs> and then i think they just do that uh, cumulative so mm -hmm. that they don't have to spam you with emails right guys so that means that someone probably with coil looked at our our content right yes. and you're the only so there's like a i think puma browser is that the browser there's another or brave which one is it that has oh, the yeah. There's like a web monetization it, browser. Did I make yes, that yes, there's Puma. Puma, okay. Um, Puma browser has uh, web monetization baked into it. Um, but how that works at the moment is also that you log in with uh, your Coil account and then you use your Coil membership to stream payments. But I'm very sure that uh, Yuri will open this up to any other provider as soon as there is anybody. Nice. And is there, and so Coil costs, I think, $5 a month, right? Yes. And then you can look at any web monetization content for as long as you want, right? There's no, if I look on it for a hundred hours, I, there's no limit, right? There is no limit, right. Got it. That's really cool. And do you guys suggest, like, do you have like a newsletter where you're like, here's cool content you can look, like how do people find, I'm like, I'm really passionate about web monetization. I only want to see web monetized content, web monetized content. Is there a short word for that? It's kind of a mouthful. Web monetized content. How do I only look at that from now on? Um, so the, the easy question first, we sometimes say web mode because web it's mode. shorter. Um, there are a couple of things. So there um, is, are the coil staff picks um, that uh, just we send out. Uh, I think it's once a week and we tweet about it. That's how I learn about it usually, but it's a blog post and the tweet then has a link to the post. Um, we also have an explore page or discover page um, on, on coil.com that li just lists all the different uh, things. Like it has sections, it has like the, a section about all the comedy size and it has the sections, I think also about podcasts and then a section about the, the blogs that are web monetized. So um, different like, and I think there's also for, for the like developers, like development blogs and also for gamers. So there's a section on web monetized games. Um, uh, so that's what I check, what's, what I check out every once in a while. And if I'm a content creator and I'm totally on board with web monetization, how do I get on your list? Like how do, do you just email coil.info.coil.com or what's the, how do I get on the explore list? Um, there is a way on the, on the coil website to basically re self report yourself and be like, Hey, I'm a creator now. And this is the URL to my link. I'm not 100% sure um, where you need to go to find that, but I'm, I'm sure that you have to sign up as a creator. And then I think there's a section where you can do that. Um, I mean, otherwise just like tweet at, at coil and then I'm sure pretty I'm pretty sure somebody will pick that up and you'll be on the list 
we, we do have a list of all the web monetized sites that we came across, like sometimes just by accident, just recently I was Googling some, some dev problem and I came across a blog by a Russian guy and it was web monetized and I was like, oh, cool. So I told everybody else at the company and we, we added it to the list of web monetized pages. How did you know it was web monetized? Um, because um, my uh, my call extension like lights up with this little dollar green dollar sign, mm. so I realized okay, I'm streaming money at the moment. <laughs> Got it. But you don't you don't feel like you have to be because in a typical market you feel like there's a, a limit of how much money you don't have to choose which because it's you're getting unlimited right for five dollars a month I can look at unlimited content so you don't have to feel like oh I don't want to spend money to this guy, but right no. so that's you cool. You can just spend it on on, on everything. Nice. And is there a way to view web mon web mon web mode uh, <laughs> without coil? Like, if I can, I have Puma without coil or no? Right? You said you have to be signed into. Yeah. At the moment, uh, like I said, coil is the only one, so there's not really an alternative. But if anybody out there wants to be the alternative, we're happy to have that. Competition. Wow, un American of you. <laughs> Very. Yeah, that's what you ought to. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, there's different ways to approach it. We thought that the best idea would be to have a $5 subscription and then uh, people would love that. Um, but you could do, have other models. You could have somebody that is just like that you pay as much as you consume. And then mm. this is like a very valid model too that we don't want to offer. But if anybody else wants to offer it, why not? Um, I think we think that um, having more companies or just like individuals involved in this space um, just helps the, the greater cost of moving towards a world where uh, web monetization is the way to go and not ads. That was amazing. That was super educational. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mina. Thanks for tuning Technical details and more at hotelnew.tech. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Bye-bye, cutie.